Welcome to another edition of James Short Podcast, Leading and Growing Your Real Estate Business. Wow, what a super excited episode that we have today. We have an, um, a dear old friend of mine. She's not old, she's still very young, but I've known her for a number of years uh, from a, a past life, so to, so to speak. And uh, really excited to have online today, Annalie Matthews. Annalie, welcome and thank you for joining us. Thanks, James. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Now, we go back a little while now. I reckon we've known each other for, well, I've been out of the health and fitness industry now for, oh, coming up to 10 years now. But uh, so I reckon we've known each other for, say, at least another six years prior to that. So, you know, we, we've done some cool work together. You've, you've kicked my backside in relations to certain article writing and and uh, and, and really getting the best out of people and, and, and what's in their head. And I want to introduce you to the audience of the word nerd. And this is, these are your words, not mine, the word nerd. So Annalie is, is obviously, she's a magician when it comes to content and creating content. Annalie has been doing this for a number of years now, and she's really a, an expert in this field. She can take a, a, a what really excites her is getting a, a, a topic getting a piece of information and just providing the magic, waving her magic wand and just bringing it to life. And so that's why I'm really excited to have her on the, on the call today, just to go through and, and how does she unpack it all? What's been her journey? What's been her uh, story up until now? What has she found some of the challenges along the way? How does she help people? How does she help businesses out there so we can learn and we can grow with our own business? So uh, yeah, once again, really appreciate your time, energy, and I'm gonna sure we're gonna have some fun on the call today. So, um, Annalie, let's let's kick it off. Share with us your, your journey so far. What's what's how'd you get started? How did, how do things come come to fruition? Sure. Look, um, I, I have to admit I am actually old. Uh, <laughs> so I've been around for a little while. Um, I fell in love with words when I was just a a primary school kid. So you know, I used to read a lot and write a lot of stories and um, it just sort of stemmed from there. So um, it was no surprise that uh, that became my strength when I went through school. Um, I actually studied a BA in recreation and uh, specialised in marketing and management there. So um, I didn't focus on, it was just always something that, that I had in my heart. And um, I relocated in the year 2000 from Melbourne to Sydney and um, ended up uh, starting a, a formal path, I suppose, in um, working with words full time. So um, I became an editor of uh, Australian Fitness Networks magazine, and that led to becoming the editor of the Fitness First magazine. Um, and um, I really just figured out along the way that what I really wanted to do um, was to work with words and pictures at home by the ocean. And, um, and so that's what manifested. So um, I, I suppose I was pretty lucky just to know that that's what excited me and that's what I wanted to do. And so that's what I've been doing for the last decades. Decades, let's leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> now, I want to pick that. Now, you said that you put it out there and it came to fruition. How did you put it out there? Did you write a goals? what was your process or was it a thought? How did you go? Because you've created, you know, a magical life of where you're at and what you're doing. And, and you obviously you're passionate about what you're doing. How did that, how did you create that? What was your process? Look, I'm a big believer in, 
you attract what you are and you attract what you put out there and um you know whether you call it affirmations or or whether it's just putting it out there that's sort of where i'm at so if i want something then i am the sort of person who will just do what's got to be done to make that happen um but also i as i said I, i'm a, i am a, a steadfast believer in putting it out there and um it will it will come obviously with and connections and that sort of thing. But, you know, often the hard part I've found is figuring out what it is you want to put out there and obviously focusing on the right stuff um, because a lot totally. of people, you know, they focus on the negative or, you know, you focus on what you don't have and then you can never be happy, you know, but if you totally. flip around and look at uh, a positive angle, then, um, you know, I think that delivers a lot more and makes for a happier life. Yeah, I love it. Totally, totally, totally. So, so what are you doing now? So what kind of things are you up to now and who are you doing it with? Yeah, look, I'm still focusing on the health and fitness industry predominantly, but, um, you know, everybody needs the right words in their business. So um, I have lots of different clients from lots of different industries. Um, so I do a lot of copywriting, uh, a lot of editing, and um, I also produce magazines. So mainly online magazines, but we do have a hard copy magazine that's in news agents as well. Um, so I'm, um, I'm a little bit of a unicorn in that, um, a lot of editors will produce, you know, one magazine. Um, I produce many magazines all at the same time and, um, and then still have time for other clients. So, um, I'm lucky enough to have a really diverse range of clients and, you know, the copy that I've written has been used by YouTube and Google and Optus, but all the way down to, you know, sole traders and, um, individuals. So, you know, I, I love helping people in their business. And I, the way I do that is by making sure they've got the right words, which is really, really important. And often not really realised by a lot of people, especially in business, how important that actually is. So true. So true. Now, oh, I could go so many different angles there. Um, so many different things are popping up. But you know, as a client comes on, what do you notice, um, I guess, some of the biggest challenges that people face before they take on your services? They come to you go, right, I've got this idea or I've got this pitch or I've got this stuff that I need written. What are you finding is, is some of the biggest challenges and, and why are they coming to you? Yeah, look, that's a good question. Um, I think the biggest challenges that I find with people who I connect with uh, just finding those right words, which I sort of touched on before. Um, mm. You know, the truth is in business, the right words will be the difference between whether you make the sale or whether you don't. Um, and obviously in your area um, of expertise and in real estate and in that industry, um, making the sale and not making the sale is massively important. Um, obviously in every business, but um, you know, the, the cost can be a lot more significant in real estate, obviously. Um, so if you get those words wrong by including unnecessary typos or um, poorly written copy, um, then you're going to lose the lead and you're going to lose the sale. So using the right words is absolutely the biggest challenge. Um, and like I mentioned before, a lot of businesses don't even really realise, um, one, how important it is, but two, that they're actually not using the right words. So um, when you do it, when you do have the right words and it's, you know, error free and it's compelling and it's engaging and it's attention grabbing and it's persuasive. Um, when you do that correctly, it decreases your costs. 
it makes you more money. Um, and of course, it also reduces all the frustration, the anxiety, the stress that comes with not making those sales. So um, it really is essential that you use the right words. And that really is the biggest challenge for the people that I work with. Yeah, nice, nice. And you go through, um, I guess, the three key areas of the problem, the promise, and, and teach, yeah? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so, so can you elaborate a little bit more on that for us? Yeah, look, I mean, uh, for me, I think um, ensuring that I deliver value to somebody that I'm working with, um, they're the sorts of things that um, I like to focus on because it makes uh, what we do together a lot more understandable, makes the process a little bit more tangible. So, um, you know, outlining what the problem is there, um, which we've just touched on. Um, obviously, my role then is to tell you what the solution is that I, that I can help you with, that I can deliver. Um, often that's, um, for me, that is being able to listen to what you want to achieve and then translate that into copy that is going to make you sales or text that is going to engage or um, the words that will make somebody reach out and connect with you. So whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, my goal or my promise or my solution to you is that I can come up with the words that will help that happen. So um, the one thing that I am probably really good at that some other copywriters and editors are aren't as good at is just the speed at which I can turn things around. So um, I pride myself on being able to deliver things very quickly um, and also, you know, pretty accurately as well. So there's not loads and loads of uh, rewriting and going back and forth and all that sort of thing because nobody's got time or, or money for that sort of thing. So um, because I work quick, it's obviously also uh, potentially a, a cheaper ex uh, exercise um, because we yep. get things right and we get them done quickly. So. Um, that's the, the promise section, I suppose. And then the teaching part that I like to make sure we do as well when we work together is just to help educate you so that you can do more of it yourself. Um, you know, outsourcing is really important, but the more that you can do, then um, the better you'll be in the long run. Um, so that's sort of where I come from when, when, uh, when we're working with someone. Love it. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So obviously... It's been a journey um, and with all journeys, it's uh, not usually squeaky clean. I, I, I use the metaphor of business is like the mighty mouse roller coaster at Lunar Park. Actually, I'm, we're going to Lunar Park this afternoon. Anyway, but I'm um, taking the kids there. But life is, you know, running a business is, is you think you're going one way then it turns and the, your stomach in your head is still going the previous way. The next minute, it's almost like a whiplash and you, and you turn around, you go down. Next minute, your stomach is coming out of your mouth and so forth. So you, like all business owners, we've all had challenges along the way. What have been, I guess, some of your challenges that you've experienced um, from just growing your own business? Yeah, sure. Look, um, I think probably the most significant challenge for me has been cash flow. Um, I'm a sole trader um, and uh, one of the things that I have in my portfolio of offerings at the moment is um, my own magazine. So I produce a healthy lifestyle magazine. It's online. It's specifically for um, health clubs who can actually give it out for free to their members um, or they can customise it. So they can rebrand it and call it you know, XYZ Gyms Magazine. Um, so they can totally rename it, put their own content in it, in addition to the content I've got in there. 
and then give that out as their member magazine. So that's... Um, that's I'll, just, I'll, I'll, I'll just stop you there. So for those listeners who do train at a gym and want some interesting uh, latest reading type of cut through, cut through um, engaging content while you're training... O Magazine, you need to get in contact with Anna Lee and get your gym owner to have a chat with her. Continue. Absolutely. <laughs> Individuals can also subscribe for free too. And so you can awesome. read it on your, your device or whatever you like. Um, so, um, so that's my magazine. That's uh, something that takes up a, a little bit of my time. Um, but sure. starting that up, um, that came about because I was producing the Fitness First magazine from my home for, the, for seven years. Um, and then they wanted to bring the editor in-house um, and that didn't fit with uh, having a young baby at the time. So um, I thought, well, what can I, what can I do? Um, and I thought, well, I know how to make magazines and I, I know um, how to pull them together. So I did that for every other gym other than Fitness First <laughs> and put it out there. So that's how our magazine came about. Um, but it was really a, a startup business that had really no cash flow behind it. Um, so that has been probably the biggest challenge. Um, and I have to say, it's a real example of what you can do with connections. So over mm. the years, I'd worked in the health and fitness industry for, for you know, a good decade or a few. Um, and so I knew people. Um, so I, I had a connection with Michelle Bridges and I had a connection with... Um, the experts in the area of healthy living and healthy lifestyle and fitness. And so um, I reached out to those connections and they agreed to come on board and be contributors in the magazine and that sort of thing. And so it really was an example of, um, of making the most of the people that you connected with. And that's a really big thing for me in business and in life that, you know, it is about connections. And for me, it's about helping people. So, um, the challenge of perhaps not having what most startup businesses would have or need to get a business off the ground um, was, you know, a, I found a solution to do what I wanted to do um, without having to, you know, go to the banks and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, that, that was essentially the biggest challenge I've faced over the, over the time that um, we've had over the zone. Yeah. Well done. I mean, like that is so true. It, you know, those connections and those relationships that we form in, in both personal world and business world, it can, it, the, there is no dollar amount that can be put on it because they're, you know, from, from emotional support to, to even, you know, people, as you said, contributing to your magazine, it's based from you and your being true to your values and connecting and maintaining that connection has provided in a, in, in an amazing result from where you are today so congratulations that's that's fantastic well done well done and so how how has that challenge of of working through your cash flow how has that shaped you today um look i think it's um it's it's always an issue in business um and again it was for me i'd always had another stream of income even when i was doing the fitness first mag um, that was a, a constant stream of income while I did other editing and proofreading jobs and that sort of thing. Or I worked um, at Australian Fitness Network and that was a main source of income. So when I started O Magazine and left Fitness First behind and left Network um, behind, um, I had to rely on O Magazine. I had to rely on the startup for the cash flow and also 
Um, my husband was unable to work for, for a decade now um, due to illness. So there was a bit of pressure on there as well. So over time, I've had to really sort of work out how to deal with uh, a regular income um, and obviously mm. regular expenses and just all those sorts of things that, um, that you don't necessarily think about when you're starting up a business um, because you just focus on, well, I just focused on something that I knew I knew how to do and I knew how to do it well and I loved doing it. Um, but, you know, the business side is a whole other skill that a lot of us probably should look into more and get more education about, you know, when we go into it and as we go. So, you know, it's just been a, a constant journey of learning, you know, what works and what doesn't um, to make sure that, you know, we've, we've got the bundle that we need to do what we want to do. One of the, well, the two of the things that I'm hearing when you do talk is, is the mindset firstly that you have of looking at, uh, at coming from that positive mindset. And the second element is the resourcefulness that you have. Um, looking at the current situation that you, you're at from a positive viewpoint, not, oh my goodness, the world's going to end. But then looking at and asking, this is what I'm picking up, hearing, well, how can I do it? What resources do I have or do I need to have? How can I be resourceful in activating those resources to achieve that specific outcome? And that's that language and that mindset and that resourcefulness, that's just, that is unstoppable that's phenomenal well done Thank you. well done now oh, sorry go on no you're right go ahead um so now on the flip side so what have been you've had some huge successes and some huge wins some great awards that you've won what's what's been some of the wins that you've had and more importantly when we talk about being resourceful what are some of the strategies that you've done in order to achieve those wins yeah, look, I have been um, lucky along the way. I've, I've picked up a few fancy certificates and a couple of trophies for, uh, for the work we've done in magazine production. So that's been pretty nice to get those uh, public pats on, pats on the back, I suppose. Um, but look, I think the way that you can always have a win is if you have a business challenge, then find someone who can help you to develop a solution and then you can smash it together. Um, yeah. I... Um, have had support, ongoing support from um, a lot of people, again, due to those connections that I've, um, that I've worked with in the past. And um, they've been critical in being able to help me, especially with O Magazine and, um, and also the copywriting and editing stuff. Um, you know, all of the, the reason I have the business I have today really does come back to those connections and and um, people talking about other people and connecting me with new people and that sort of thing. So, um, you know, one of the examples is um, a sales consultant, I think you know as well, very well, Steve Jensen. Um, yes. Now he is such a generous person with his time and his knowledge. And he helped me develop a campaign specifically to promote O Magazine to more health clubs um, at an annual industry conference um, called Bilex. And so he worked with me quite extensively um, to come up with a campaign that, that worked. Um, you know, I had, a, I had a goal that I wanted to try and get 50 clubs, you know, on board. Um, and the result of his campaign and his expertise was that I met with 50 clubs over three days and then that following 12 months, I published something around, you know, 167 magazines um, throughout the wow. year. So it, 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 um, it really is 
important to find the people who can help you with whatever it is you want to achieve. Um, we don't know what we don't know. And the people that do know are there to help. Um, and again, it comes back to, you know, the, the law of attraction in the universe. You can attract what you need. Um, and Steve, for example, is one of those people who is just very generous and very, very knowledgeable in his area. So I was really lucky to have his support. And, and that's the way really that no matter what your business is, that's how you can go to the next level. It's by surrounding yourself with the people who can help you get there. Yeah. And, and that's why that one of the questions I was going to ask you is around mentors, but, but through your connections and through your network, you've got people who are experts in different areas where you've got that deep seated relationship where you can just pick up the phone and go, Stevie J, can you help us here? You know, or, 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 or Nigel or, or whoever it is who are thought, you know, Michelle, Mish, can you help? Like you've got those relationships that you can call upon and they're more than happy to help because what you've give, given to them is, is, is profound value. So therefore that's reciprocated in, in their level of expertise that they can share with you. So I guess that's a, that's a huge takeaway for, for everyone is, is what value can you provide your network? Because it's going to come, come back at you right. at, yeah. a, a thousandfold, a thousandfold. Yeah. I've got, um, often I'll have people who, whether they're being referred to me or they've found me or whatever, and they're asking for, um, for help with, you know, maybe spreading the word about what they're doing or whatever help they need. But I really enjoy connecting the, the right people with the right people. And um, I just think that's something that, that should happen and that helps business grow no matter what industry it is. Um, I think really that's it's so important to help each other. So true. So true. So, what have been some of your biggest lessons that you use, I guess, on a day-to-day -day basis to, to help you grow yourself personally and also your business? Um, I think, um, do you mean for me or for the people I work with? Um, both. Um, I think a key thing for me is to just do what has to be done. Um, again, that's, that's a mindset of mine. Um, you just need to do what you have to do. Um, you know, you can waste time procrastinating or judging or avoiding or whatever it is. But, you know, for me, um, just, you know, get it done, tick it off and move on. Um, I think as well in business, um, you have to be brave. Um, it can be really scary when you're trying to do something that no one else has ever done before. Um, but I think if you remember that, Every failure contains success, even if you have to look really, really hard for it. Then I think maybe that can either make it a little bit less scary or a little bit less painful if it does fail. But there's always a silver lining. There's always a lesson. You just sometimes have to look a little harder for it. So be brave um, and also just keep going. You know, um, sometimes it can feel like a really hard slog, um, but even if things are not happening how you, you want it to happen, just keep going. You know, it does come back to, to being brave, being courageous and persisting. Um, if you end up at a point where, you know, it's, it's the end or it doesn't feel like it's going to happen, um, then you'll know it. But until then, I think you just have to keep being brave and keep being strong and just keep going because, you know, business is hard. 
um, and there are ebbs and flows. Um, but, you know, that's part of the cycle. Yeah, yeah, yep, totally, totally, totally. Now, on a, 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 an advice level, um, what would you be your top three pieces of advice for those running their business? Or I guess if you look at the, your word crafting, what would, I guess, the top three you could recommend people when they're, when they're looking at their content or when they're looking to, to create some content? What would they be? Um, look, I think, first of all, you have to avoid waffle. We're all way too busy for unnecessary words. And to be honest, um, people aren't reading as much as they used to. So no one's got the time to get through stacks of words. So you need to state your message clearly, concisely and get it, you know, get it conveyed quickly. Um, again, that means choosing the right words and, and not having more than you need. Um, I think secondly, it sounds really silly, but again, because we're all so busy, sometimes we forget to do it and I forget to do it too, but spell check and proofread absolutely everything. Um, before you hit the send button, read it, reread it again. If you've got somebody available, make them read it as well. Um, spelling errors and crummy grammar are just, you know, people accept it a little bit more because of old, you know, text abbreviations. But if it's in a brochure, if it's in your website, you can't be putting out copy that is not uh, spelled properly or not typed properly or is grammatically incorrect and especially in real estate you know this is a big deal um you need to make sure that those words are a hundred percent correct um and thirdly i'd say don't be scared to communicate with your database this is something that sometimes um we as business people are a little bit fearful of you know we don't want to overwhelm them we don't want to bombard them with too many messages and edms and all that sort of thing but the truth is that we're all we're all looking for information that will help us live a better life. Um, so if you've got information for your database that is practical or helpful, that will help reduce their stress or their worry or their anxiety, that will help them be happier or healthier or make more money, that's the sort of information they're going to welcome. So don't be scared to communicate with them. Um, when you do it, you'll position yourself as, you know, as an authority and you'll become over time, you know, the go-to place that people will look to for information that will help them. So, um, you know, that means putting out information that will position your business where you want it to be and how you want it to be seen. So whether that's, you know, partnering with the local paper and making a, a regular column where you dispense advice um, that's in your area of specialty, um, or whether it's, you know, focusing on that sort of content um, and doing a regular information blast. Just don't be scared to communicate with your database because that, they will welcome the information as long as it's not 100% salesy all the time. Yeah, fantastic. So where to from here? What's the vision look like? What's the next uh, two to three years look like for Annalee? Oh, look, um, I would be happy to be just doing what I'm doing and more of it. Um, I'd certainly like to be doing that from the Maldives every now and then, but you know, <laughs> I'll see what happens there. Um, yeah, no, look, uh, uh, honestly, I'm, um, I still, after a decade, feel very lucky that I get to work from home around my family, um, PS in my PJs sometimes if I want to. Um, 
and you know, and that doing what I'm doing makes me happy. So um, hopefully, the next two or three years, I'll be doing um, exactly what I'm doing. Um, so I think that's probably, you know, that's probably my my goal is just to keep on trucking. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. So how can the tribe, how can the listeners find out more about yourself and get in contact with you, uh, you know, for either to have a chat or to, to, to engage in your expertise? For sure. Um, look, I'm, um, I'm on the internet, of course, uh, allsmilescreative.com.au um, or O Magazine, which is O-H, ohmagazine.com.au. So either of those places um, you'll be able to find me and uh, I would love to hear from you. Fantastic. So guys, go and check it out, allsmilescreative.com.au or omagazine.com.au. Annalie Matthews, she is the word guru. Really appreciate your time, energy, expertise, um, and just having a chat. It's so nice to reconnect and, um, and hear what, what's been happening. So really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So there we go, guys. There's another edition of James Short Podcast Leading and Growing Your Real Estate and Property-Based Business. Have a wonderful day and looking forward to speaking to you all soon. Bye, guys.